Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I am so excited to be coming to you today with another fresh episode for you. And this one's going to be a little different. It's actually not a new one, but I hope you're doing well. And really quickly, before we get into it, I just want to say thanks for tuning in and listening and supporting us along the way. If you listen to Monday's show, you heard uh, me and Savannah definitely have some type of little sinus, something going on, and it has taken our voices. Savannah has, like, no voice right now. Mine is quickly, quickly fading. I've tried to record a show three times already today, and it is just not happening. Like, it it physically won't happen. I can't get it out. I go two minutes, and I start hacking my lungs up trying to go, and uh, it just gets more raspy and just rough along the way. So, anyway, with that being said, I'm not going to sit here and try to talk and cough my way through and sip some water through um, a 30-minute show today. That's just not going to – that would be beneficial to no one. It would only put me in the ground further, and uh, it would not bring any good value to you. So I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to rewind the clock almost a year exactly to an interview we did with Eric Hill of Fayark up in Arkansas. And I am – I love this interview. I can't wait to re-listen to it because – I forget some of the guys we have on the show that have great, like, really, really great companies. Uh, everybody we have on is doing good and building good businesses, but but some of them just, like, stand out. And uh, this Eric, what Eric's doing out there is crazy. I want to follow up with him. I would love to try to get him on before Friday's show and maybe do, like, a real-time update and just go, like, a, a replay from, from this last year and then catch up a year in two days and then hear the full story on Friday. Don't know if we can make that happen or not, but I'm actually going to text him and see what we can if we can pull some strings and make that happen because I would love that. Um, I believe you're going to get a ton of value out of this. Not all these older episodes get downloaded. Uh, we, me and Jamie, talked about it in our last episode uh, with Jamie last week on Friday. He was one that we had out on, uh, like I said, almost two years ago when the podcast uh, started. And he is a wealth of knowledge. I've already got multiple uh, DMs about that podcast saying it was very helpful and very relatable, which I knew it would be when you have great guests on like that. And so we don't want to ever make someone feel like they're not um, important or anything like that. And so I was happy to get him back on and talk uh, all things um, that is going on with Supreme Scapes. Excuse me. And uh, my voice is fading very, very rapidly already. I gotta I gotta quit or I'm gonna go down a coffin train already. So without any further ado, let's hop into today's show with uh, Eric from Fayark. Let's hear from him. It's a like I said, it's from last year, almost a, almost a year old, but it's a good message in it. Go back, uh, or you don't have to go back. Just listen to today's show, uh, and hopefully we're gonna try to get him on Friday to get a or here in the future at least to get a one year update uh, because I love doing that and catch up with people so I hope you are doing good just stay in touch let me know if we can ever help you we'll be back on Friday hopefully rocking and rolling with a good show but uh, without any further ado let's hop in and hear from Eric from Fayark do it man how you doing tonight I'm doing great thanks for having me on Jeremiah absolutely I'm excited and I, I just love guest interviews I say this every time I have one but 
Uh, they just they bring so much value, and it's not just me sitting here rambling or talking or anything like that. I just I love the conversation that we get into going back and forth, and I think it can be a really really big benefit to the listeners out there. So, Eric, why don't you just go ahead and give us the give us the short version of, or, or actually give us the long version of how you got started and um, kind of the steps along the way to how you've grown into what you are today. Because, like you said, you uh, you have some you've had some challenging times. You've had a lot of stuff that's helped you get to where you are, and, and I guess let's go forward before we go backwards. Where are you at now? And then let's go over the story on how you got there. So, I mean, I've got four crews, 10 guys right now, um, landscape installs, flower bed cleanups, uh, 225 or so properties for maintenance. Um, I mean, property number doesn't matter, but yeah, I've got four, four crews of my own. Then I sub basically one one whole crew for mowing and then sub a couple other guys just for different services and stuff. And you're what, 21, right? Yep. 21. Yeah. So, okay. So for the listeners in and you're like, if you haven't heard Eric's story yet, you're like, how on earth does he have that 21 years old? And that's something that I know I would have said two years ago, or really even if I hadn't heard your story now, I would say that like, what has he done to get here? Because you've obviously had to make some big steps along the way. There's been a lot of stuff that goes into that. So now let's backtrack so so we know where you're at, and now let's go over the story of how we've how we've done this, how we, how have we accomplished this this great feat? You're not done yet, but you're you're, you're doing pretty yeah. good to be 21. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I mean, I started it my junior year in high school just to for some side cash through school and everything. Um, didn't really think of like growing. I didn't even think I was going to be doing this full time. Yeah. I just wanted side want a regular job, and. So I grew it and I got a couple old ladies and then I mowed some rentals and stuff for my uh, now father-in-law and just kind of mowing with a buddy, just thinking we were making really good money. And so I bought a trailer, uh, rented my dad's mower that first year and bought weed eater blower and everything, just the simple stuff and got up to like 10, 10 or so yards that, that first summer. Yeah. And then, so Fast forward to my senior year in the spring, that spring, I just started off with 15 or so yards, just mowing those on Saturday, Friday, Saturday, whenever, honestly, whenever I was dropped out of a college class to keep up with it, just mowing whenever I could. Cause I had baseball still. Um, and <coughs> excuse me and just kept growing it. Um, just marketing the whole time while I was doing it. Uh, door hangers, business cards, magnets. I mean, anything I could do, social media, I was doing it. Just, I, again, I didn't really think too much about growing, getting into a full-time business until I'd say I graduated. Okay. And once I, we were probably up to like that 50 property mark right then, mowing like two, three, probably three to four days a week and then landscaping or whatever on the other, on Friday. So you had a full time so, job at that point. Essentially, you probably didn't even know it, but you really did. Yep, yep. And yeah. so, yeah. And then I had wrist surgery that fall, so I just kind of coasted through the rest of that fall, just having yeah. in all my yards to a good buddy of mine, just to get through them all for the for the year. And once that once I got over that I decided I was going to take it full time instead of going to work for my dad and his electrical business. Um, and so that winter, I mean, 
did the bare minimum. I was still living at home, didn't really have any bills or anything. So I didn't have to like spend a bunch of money over the winter. So I just kind of floated, did what work I could. And the start of 2020, I mean, ended, ended 2019 with 50 yards or so. And then start of 2020, we were up to 90. So we, yeah, we grew quite a bit from a lot of it was Google my business and just door hangers and, um neighborhoods we already in so yeah. we just let me stop you right there let's, yeah let me stop you right there because a lot of people say a common question that i hear is, is how do i grow how do i get new business and there's a lot of guys listening in that are uh, going full-time they're maybe their side they're part-time right now they're they're doing another job and now they're trying to figure out how, how do we grow this because there's a lot of stuff involved with uh running the business and like i said you gotta have customers to do it so what have you what have you kind of done? How did you grow 40 clients over that time? What was the most return? What did you see had the most return? Was it door hangers or or uh, business cards passing out in the community? Like, what was it for you? And and I know you mentioned Google My Business, but was there one thing that you really stood out and said, this, this was really beneficial for us? I don't think it was any one thing. It's just doing all six to ten of those things at once. Okay, like so just doing really your hitting them all. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, I think I learned it from Grant Card, one of Grant Cardone's books. But mm-hmm. it's like omnipresent, trying to be everywhere at once, and then trying to get those seven touches to get that customer to use you. Yeah, and so door hangers, uh, decals on your truck, social like Facebook, Google, basically any platform you can be on, be on it. Okay, and yeah, no, no, I like it. That's. That's good stuff because I, and that literally that's one of the most common questions we get is is how do I grow? How do I get new clients? So, what you're saying is it wasn't just necessarily picking one. There wasn't one magic thing in there. It was just hammering down on all of them at once and really just hammering your presence and making yourself known. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to hit on that real quick. So you so you did that. You grew, and then then what's next? Yep. So I mean. Up until that point, we were mainly lawn care, and I re- I knew I wanted to get more into the landscape side. So, 2020, tried to get, like, market more towards landscaping and flower beds and everything. And it was me and two guys at that point. We'd mow Monday through Thursday, all 90 to 100 properties or so. And then after that, we would landscape on Fridays. And then, I mean, that whole year, we were just packed, slam-packed yeah. four to six weeks out work and so did grew, you no, grew, go ahead i mean we grew pretty quick i didn't try didn't really seem like we grew a ton that year but i know we did because yeah. our skip we were all you were what now you and we were just always busy during okay. that time and okay. so yeah just that fall we hit landscaping hard yeah i mean we kind of just Learned it all as we went, just flower bed work, um, dirt work. I grew up on a farm, so I knew how to run a skid steer very well. Okay. And, yeah, sorry. No, you're good. Um, so, yeah, just, I mean, we got into landscaping. Yeah. And it's always what I wanted to get more into. And I knew we'd grow the business being able to offer all those services. Yeah. And, so yeah, did you, so, so that was 20. Now go ahead. So that was 2020, yep. just me and two guys 
in one truck, just trying. I mean, we were maxed out, but I did not want to grow to a second crew that year. I just, I didn't even think about it. I just, I needed to get a couple solid guys and just, I mean, we just needed to get work done. So what did you do? So you said you are doing the landscaping now and that's kind of, that's kind of what you want to do. Are you wanting to transition to that fully or you want to keep yourself doing landscaping? How do you, how you want to grow that service? I mean, we'll, we've grown it. I mean, I personally, like I enjoy the landscaping Uh more, even, you know, I'm not in the field hardly at all, but I, we can offer a lot to help other customers like builders, um, just, when you're mowing someone's yard, hey, can you do this, clean up this flower bed? Hey, can you install these plants? And so it, it just expanded our service offering. It's more profitable, um, but I don't ever plan on getting out of the maintenance, even though it is the lowest profit margin uh, service we offer. Yeah. I think I was listening to one of your episodes on maybe maybe it was with Alex Kirby on Down to Biz or something, but was it you that said you're mainly doing it now for marketing purposes? Did you say I that mean, or was it somebody else? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I said that. Okay. But, I mean, is that is that a good reason for you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Get in the door. Yeah. Mowing for four dollars in this cookie cutter yard. Yeah. And it's just all sod. Hey, can you do all this landscaping work that we want done? Yeah. And I mean, that's your, the mowing the yard, like yard maintenance is just getting in the door. Yeah. Yeah. So as you've grown, do you think there's been something at, at, well, go back, let's go back to the beginning. As you were growing, you were in the process of growing. What do you think was some things that you did that made customers say, Hey, let's choose Fayark because what, I mean, there's a lot of other guys out there. I know, I mean, I'm sure you're competitive where you're at. I'm sure there's a lot of other guys with a mowing rig that can go out and mow a yard for $45 or cheaper. So what do you <laughs> think you and your company did the right way to sell yourselves, or I, mean, I don't know, not sell yourselves, but make yourself come across to the customer as, hey, we're going to be the, the best service you offer, the best service you can get, and uh, we're going to we're going to do the best we can to help you out. What, I mean, what were your, what were principles along the way that you used in growing and scaling, especially now that you've grown to where you have other guys in the field? Have you kept that quality up? Um, really fast communication with all of our customers. Okay. Like I, we don't do the best work. Like I think we did better work than when I was in the field. Yeah. I mean, I, we still work, but there was a lot more detail in it yeah. when I was still, um, I think that's the way with anybody's company. But, when the owner's out of it, the, the work's yeah. going to decrease just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, you communicate with your customers. You set up the expectations of what service you're going to provide. Be consi- Try to be consistent with your service times. I mean, it's not going to be spot on every week because things mm-hmm. come up and weather and all those things. But just be consistent and be just communicate with your customers where they don't expect one thing and you give them something else. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Do you have, what systems have you used along the way to help you grow? Did you, did you just start like pen and paper and then adapt into, you use Java, right? Yep. Okay. So tell me the story and the process of kind of getting into that and, and adapting into using that software. So, I mean, 2019, my senior year, we just used, I just, I typed every property on a list, pen and paper, Yeah. just put it, on it whenever we got done with it for the day yeah and 
Yeah, winter 20, I guess that winter, I switched everything to Jobber just because I knew it was going to be so much easier because I was tired of having to go on Word and edit the schedule each week for bi-weekly or weekly or mm -hmm. whatever. It just got so annoying. Uh, typing, a, typing an invoice um, that you basically have to make a new Word document for each time, Yeah, it just took so and I just, I didn't want to waste my time on the computer because I didn't, I mean, I don't want to be on the computer more than I have to because mm -hmm. I didn't really want, I just wanted to work at that time. Yeah. So you've, so now you have, you transitioned to, you're really working on the business, right? You're not working much in the business anymore, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. You just kind of, how have, so what are some principles that you think you've learned along the way? <clears throat> well, let me ask you this first and then we'll kind of go into that question. So you're 21 you've scaled, you've grown successfully now up to this point. What are some things that you've, maybe some, some heartaches, some trials that you faced, if there has been any as a 21 year old business owner that has a million dollar company, because there's not many of you out there. Let's just be honest. There's not many of you out there. And if there are, not everybody knows about them. So, I mean, I just, I mean, I'm 22, so I'm pretty young too. And I don't, I mean, we don't have a 10th of what you're doing there, but I know there's been times where I'm like, what do I do? Like there's stuff, there's some stuff you don't, you don't even know. You didn't like, you didn't go through a full college business class or anything. Did you? No, I no. Yeah. So, so what have you done? Have you just communicated? I mean, have you networked in your community? I mean, I, and I know your parents have a business, so that surely I'm sure that has helped a lot, but what are some struggles that you faced being a 21 year old entrepreneur? Because I know there's, there's gotta be some out there that you've gone through. I mean, yeah. I mean, the business side of it, just learning everything that goes with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a big part that frustrated me at first was just like trying to finance equipment. And just oh, because yeah, like, good. I didn't grow this cash only. Like, yeah. I don't like, it amazes me that Alex grew trifecta, how he did yeah. debt free. And like, I think that's awesome. And that's what I want to get to it in the next two years. But being able to finance equipment with no credit at a young age. How did like, you do? So how did you do it? Let, let's, I mean, if you're willing to be open, let's be open and, and answer those tough questions because I know there's a 19 year old or 20 year old out there listening to this and they thinking, man, I'm in the same boat as he was. How am I supposed to do this? Yeah. I mean, I co-signed on my first mower with my dad. Um, and then, I mean, I bought my first two or two trucks, um, with cash they're both older used but i mean it's a work truck it's what we used and it got the job done yeah uh, but i just i always tried to save as much as i could because i knew i had that next purchase coming up um and i couldn't like just go finance anything yeah <laughs> and i think once i got my first truck like i put like 50 percent down on this thirty thousand dollar truck I thought I was financing like like a ton of money yeah. at that time, and I paid it off as quick as possible because I have a decent relationship with my banker. And I was like, "Well, like, I think if I can pay this off quicker, and it'll show like I bank there, so it'll show that like I can get this paid off quicker." Because that next year, I went and bought four trucks and had to finance wow. all. Wow, yeah, that's a big step. And then, like, just sending them, like, my balance sheet, like, my um, uh, my net worth, yeah. like, that 
um, statement too, just to like try and build trust with your banker because I mean, I just didn't have the money to do it all so quickly. Yeah. I had to use. Yeah. No. And I, and I think that's a popular thing that people go through is you, I mean, I don't know. Everybody has a different opinion. Like you said, Alex grew his debt free. Uh, a lot of people have leveraged debt. Sounds like you have as well. And it's really helped you scale. Um, but you got to be smart. Mm-hmm. So how did you, what, what kind of gave you that drive to pay it off fast, to be smart with the debt? Because a lot of people can just go out and rack it up and not realize what they're doing. Was it just wisdom from your parents or things you read in a book or, or what kind of helps you do that? I mean, I've gone through Dave Ramsey's stuff and I agree with him on most things. Um, I just, it was good debt. I had to use it and able to grow. I would not have grown this quick without it. Like I know that. So I just, I didn't like having all these payments over me. So I try, I paid off everything as quick as I can. Wow. And I mean, we're not done yet, but yeah. I mean, we've paid over half of it in yeah. a year just because I want to be intentional and not being over leveraged, especially with the way econ- the economy is going at this rate. That's right. So what are you doing? Let's, I mean, since you went there, let's kind of ask about it. If, if you don't mind, what are your plans heading into this? I mean, We've never, uh, this is a conversation that I like having with people around my age because ever since we have been uh, in business for ourselves, we've had a booming economy. Like we've never had to face any really hardships when it comes to creating work and getting new work. So how are you setting yourself up if if any changes you're making, how are you setting yourself up to uh, kind of weather the storm coming in the future with keeping your guys busy and keeping work coming in? Are you trying to... Uh, keep going the mowing route because that's more like recurring uh, and kind of just what are you doing there? Um, I'm, I mean, I want to grow our commercial um, service accounts because okay. they're 12 months. Yeah. Better. 12, um, yeah. We're st- still going to try and grow our mowing, but continuing to market. Um, I mean, we're expanding our service area. some just because I mean, a, 30 minutes from here, we have two or three cities that we could get a lot of work in. So we're expanding our service area, continuing to market a lot, and just tr- being trustworthy and communicating with our customers about thing we have going on. Because, I mean, if you communicate, you do a great job. They're not going to fire you 95% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I'm being, I've had a couple people ask to switch to bi-weekly. And I mean, I'm just being lenient with them because I know it's because of the economy and what state it's in yeah. um, and will be. So I'm not going to say, oh, well, we don't do any biweeklies. You're not my customer anymore. Like showing cu- your customers grace. Yeah. And because I mean, if you use, you would want your service provider to do that as well. I 100% agree. So people talk about, we talk about raising our rates all the time. And especially in times like this, like, and I agree with that 100%. You should be raising your rates. You should be charging. I mean, if fuel goes up, skyrockets, like, you got to make your money. You got to make your profit. But you, I think you mm-hmm. made a good point there that needs to be talked about more is you have to also consider the customer because the 90% of the customers that we service, at least in my business, are W 2 employees. They're not getting a raise for the inflation that's happening, they're not making any more money. Their financial hardship is just getting even harder. Like, they're not. We can increase our rates. We can make more money to adjust for the inflation. They can't. So mm-hmm. you, so you got to be very careful. I like what you said there. Of uh, you have to take their their financial status into consideration as well. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought about raising my prices again this spring. Yeah, and I didn't on it. I did it this winter. I think it's good enough for now. Yeah. I mean, we're not. I mean, we're still making money on them. Like yeah. we might not be making quite much, but we're taking care of the customer. We stick like whatever the economy brings. It's like we're. I think they'll stick with us. We just taking care of the customer and not just being like, oh got to raise my prices more because everyone else is yeah. like they lean like more lean these next couple of years with your finances take care of your customers and then once you get out of that you're going to be able to grow so much more because you have <clears throat> all these customers referring you like hey they took care of me like they adjusted to my situation uh, due to xyz i think they're really great people you should use them as well that's right yeah i mean it's better to it's better to take a little bit less money than just lose the customer totally when you're going into where we might yep. we might be looking for work in a little bit. You don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I we don't ever know what we're going to be facing in the in the next twelve months to twenty four months. I, I'm not an economist. I'm not a politician. I don't know all that stuff. I don't keep up with it that much. I'm just saying, from what we're seeing just in prices and inflation alone, it's not looking too hot. So, uh, I I really like what you said there. And let's let's also talk employees real quickly. Uh, what are you what are you doing to kind of keep your guys and bring in good guys? I know I think I heard you say you bring you have some guys that are where referrals from other employees that you've had and things like that. So and also in in that answer is do you offer any type of benefits package or anything like that yet? So I mean, after a year of employment, we offer four hundred one k. I mean, okay. we do try. Trim- bonuses so three a year um and i've got a system for that what we base that off of and then i mean it's just taking care of your people like don't be like if they're late or if they have to miss a day oh i've got a doctor's appointment or whatever it is yeah just being like don't treat them as a cog as a just cost of goods sold just as a number on the balance sheet like treat them as people like i I take great care of my guys. Like I, I don't want them to be like, Oh, I got to come to work. Yeah. And like, I, they want, I want them to enjoy it. I want to be able, I want to treat them how I'd, I'd like to be treated if I was working somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'd pay them good. I feel like I take very good um, care of them, but the biggest thing is just treat them, treat them right. And because I mean I don't I don't know if I pay the best or not in my area, but yeah. I feel like I have the best guys and I want to treat them that way. That's right. How have you? So what do you do? Like, let me ask you. This is kind of an in-depth question, but when it comes to just like employee morale, like, do you have a shop that you go out of? Do you keep like a break room with snacks, or like, do you provide Gatorades for them during the day? How does that like? Do you spend? Do you just budget that into your into your budget of like? Gatorades and water and things like that, or do they have to bring their own? How do you go about that? Because with what you, how many guys do you have? Ten? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. With ten guys, that's a lot of Gatorade and a lot of water. That can get pricey. So, like, if you if you keep it up with all that and you're not actually charging, adding that in, you I mean, you could end up losing a lot of money. So, how do you kind of go about nav- navigate those waters? I mean, I buy them water. I buy them Gatorade. Yeah. Um, buy I buy them breakfast every couple weeks, and yeah. I tell. Get lunch once or twice a week whenever y'all are at a job that you're going to be there most of the day. Just put it on the card. Yeah. Because, like, 
it's a, it's something small. Like yes, it saves the saves me time with them not driving to go get food or whatever they do. But I mean, I just want to take care of them, and yeah. I mean they're busts every day. Like I don't want it to seem like oh he's just the boss driving around in the truck. Like yeah. if I want to get out and help them, and if I need to or if they want me to. Have you had and, anybody give you any flack over you being twenty one? Because I'm sure you have guys that are older than you working for you, right? <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have you have you gotten any flack over like being the like you you bossing quote unquote bossing around somebody that's older than you? Um, I have, but they I think they quit after a couple of days. All like okay. all all the guys, oh, none of them have done that. Like, yeah, none of them. Like all the guys I have, they want to grow with it. Yeah. I want them to grow. So like, I feel like we have a really strong group right now. Yeah, and. Have, with that too much yeah okay that's that's cool if you see me looking at my window here we got a nasty storm rolling through i hear it hear it thundering in the background so uh you gotta love summer summer afternoon and and nightly thunderstorms we get them all do y'all get a lot of storm are y'all in like are you in tornado alley are you near that you get a lot of tornadoes out there we're, we're close to it okay um i mean the three weeks i don't think it's hardly rained at all and really? we need it bad yeah 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 yards are getting crispy uh, we we finally get a little bit in the afternoons, but we went two solid weeks of ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety eight with heat indexes of one hundred six with no rain at all. So we were getting we were getting pretty brown, but we're finally starting to cool back off and get some more in here. So, um, well, how was your uh, how was your trip? I mean, your day with Paul Jameson and the Green Industry Podcast. What y'all what did y'all did y'all get to do up there? And uh, how to tell me about your experience with that? It was good. I mean, he came, we did a podcast and then I went and showed him our shop and everything. And then the next day he went and I think he went and videoed um, one of my crews. They were out mowing yeah. and then I was doing some brush hogging. So he came and filmed that and we had lunch and had a really good time. And I appreciate him uh, spending his time down here and uh, just hanging out with me for a day or so. Yeah, absolutely. I saw $300 in 30 minutes or something like that was his title on that brush hogging job. Yeah, yeah. yeah if I was black for it, like you, you spent too much time driving, unloading, and all this, and yeah, whatever. Like I, we're profitable. Like they go. can say whatever they. That's right. That's right. Haters can hate. Well, tell, let's talk yeah. a little bit about uh, your personal life and business because we're uh, almost. In, we really are in a really close stage of life. I mean, you're 21. I'm 22. How long have you been married? Um. Almost a year, eleven months. Okay, almost a year. So come, that's a big date. Now you better not forget it. That's you're coming up a month away. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What what day? Uh, July twenty fourth. All right, that was that was pretty fast. You didn't have to put too much thought into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you also have a baby on the way, right? Yep. Congratulations. Do you know boy or girl yet? Yep, boy, and it's due. It's due July thirtieth. So. Yeah, oh we're man. getting close. Oh man, you're wow, yeah. you're sooner than I am. That's oh, that's awesome, man. I didn't realize it was that soon. So we, I have one on the way as well. He's due September the fifth. So, uh, what well, man? Are you excited? Was it uh, was it planned or unplanned? Are you what? What are your thoughts on it? Are you excited? We didn't plan it, but I mean, God did, and we're we're yeah. super excited for ready for him to be here. And yeah, yeah, it, it's exciting time. You got the got the nursery finished up yet? Yep, I think we finished it last night. Actually, there so you go. What it's, was it's good what, to get. What was your last touch you put on it? I'm I'm still working on mine. 
another shelf and then hanging pictures. I ah, see. That's what we're at. I got to catch up. You, you got me beat. We, I got to put floating shelves in either tonight or tomorrow and then get the pictures up. We got baby shower coming up soon. So we're waiting on that to see, see what all we get. But, um, well, that's mm-hmm. awesome, man. I'm, I'm excited for you. That's a, uh, I'm going to, I'll be texting you, asking you how it's going before, as I'm in preparation for mine, I'll say, well, how was the last month? Have you slept at all? Uh, but (laughs) I know, right. I know. Do you have any kids in your family or anything? Have you been around kids much? Um, not babies. I've got a niece and nephew, but they're five and nine. So yeah, I haven't really had to deal with Yeah. You were still pretty young when they were babies then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's exciting. I'm, uh, happy for you, and I know it's gonna be a gonna be a really fun time. And it's man, that's soon. That's like a month. That is literally like a month yeah. and two days away. So I, you're almost to those weekly baby appointments, aren't you? What does that start next week? Yep, it does. Yep, yep. I know how it goes. We just had ours today. We're still we're still going every two weeks, but it'll be here. It'll be here before you know it. Um, let me ask you this before we before we go. Like I said, I don't want to take too much of your time tonight. But you said before when we were off air, you were talking about. Uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about your your story of before you got to where you are today, and I know we covered that pretty in depth. But is there anything else that you had on your mind that you wanted to share that could help somebody else, uh, some young guys out there who are thinking, "Hey, how does he just go from nineteen or seventeen, eighteen, in as a junior in high school to a two hundred fifty account company? Like, how does that happen?" So, do you have anything else you wanted to hit on or, or share, or some advice you could give? I'd just say like don't think entrepreneurship's going to be easy because it's not like you spend so many nights up on the computer on your phone whatever just trying to get caught up think of the next way to market next post whatever it is and just i mean spend the time on it like it's going to take a few years like where i'm finally to the point where it doesn't feel like i'm having to grind just all day to keep to keep it rolling yeah. like it's getting to the point we're a little bit more comfortable now and I don't have to spend quite as much time on it. But I mean, our fourth year anniversary in business is July 1st. So, I mean, it took me four years of working my butt off spending all the time on it. Like I've probably, I mean, I missed out on things with my friends. I mean, whatever it was, I missed out on it because I, my business first. And I mean, I'm to the point now where I'm starting to see, um, the benefits of it. Yeah. And so many two after two months in business, everything's going to be just easy going, just all the money's coming in and you'll have all the customers in the world. And it's not like that at all. Yeah. hundred percent. That's good stuff because, uh, but the thing is, is you, you miss all those dates. You, you miss the parties, you miss the birthdays, everything like that. But look, it was a short term sacrifice for a long term reward because look at where you're at now at 21 years old. And, where where are most of your friends at your age right now? Probably probably not in the same boat that you are. So, um, running the million dollar company mm-hmm. and and have a wife and a house and you getting having a baby in a month. So like, you are you have what a lot of people are looking for and working towards. So that's uh, that's that's really awesome, man. I'm I'm happy for you and proud of you. It doesn't doesn't mean anything for me, but I'm I'm very proud. And um, let me ask you this. I have one final question that we try to ask all our guests here, and it's just—it's pretty simple, but it can get complex. And it's just, uh, what is your why? Um, not—I mean, I think it—I mean, when I enjoy—I mean, I enjoy business, so like that's why I do it. I—I I enjoy the business. I enjoy being outside, but I want to—I want to build this to where I don't have to miss 
any of my kids' uh, activities, sports, games, whatever it is, like, I want to be present in their life and not just be working, I mean, every single day, 12 hours a day. We can leave um, that we can do whatever we want and not just be stuck in the day to day grind 50 or 60. Like I want to be able to do whatever we can um, and just have live a free life and not be stuck to work all the time. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. That's, uh, that, that's the dream. That's what you're working towards. And it's really awesome to see that you're on a, you're on the fast track there. It's taking you a while to get here, but you're heading there pretty quickly, and I think you're going to get there before you know it. So uh, any any parting words of wisdom, or is that all you got for tonight? I think that's all I've got, but just thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, buddy. It's uh, it's an honor to, to get you on, and, and we'll be praying for you that everything goes well in the next month because I know it's a scary time, and it's exciting, but it's scary, but it's going to be super rewarding. So. Uh, thank you for coming on and spending your time with us tonight. If you would, would you just leave us those ratings and reviews because they really do help us and they mean a lot and help us grow the show. So uh, without any further ado, again, I'm terrible about ending these things. I'm getting better, but I don't know. I, I'm not anywhere where I need to be. But uh, we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.